1: Of course, we've got the big Western Final, CFL Western Final, on Sunday. And all week long, we want to take you behind the scenes. I think Jock and Dave will do a good job talking with the coaches and the players. But we want to talk to the fans. We want to talk to the people that are really behind the organization. Mike Franco, a second year as Senior Director of Business Operations, Executive Committee member of the Calgary Stampeders, joins us today. Hello, Mike.
2: Hi, Angela. How are
1: you? I'm well. I only remember this is your second year because last year was the first year, and Global Television and News Talk 770, we were on location at the field at McMahon. It was cold leading up to the Western Final last year.
2: I remember it was very cold leading up to the Western Final, but we had awesome weather uh, once we actually got to the game.
1: Well, I hope it's not the reverse because we've got not a bad week. But yeah, it looks like it's going to be pretty decent for Sunday. Tell me what it means, though, for especially the Western Final to be up against Edmonton from maybe the fan perspective.
2: Well, you know what? I think anybody who uh, lives in Calgary or the province of Alberta knows the Battle of Alberta and, and what that represents in any of our sports. Uh, and when you get to a game as big as the Western Final, it's, uh, it's just a really special thing. So we saw a big uh, spike in our ticket sales once uh, Edmonton won yesterday, and we think that just uh, bodes well for such a great game uh, coming up.
1: And I think also both teams are playing so well. So we we love it when there's going to be a Western final. It's not going to be a runaway from one team or the other. We're going to see a really good game.
2: Well, uh, yeah, I think fans can uh, can look forward to that. They certainly are playing some great football. As much as I'd love to tell you we would love a, a runaway one-sided uh, outcome from our standpoint, uh, I think you're going to see a great football game. Two teams that are uh, uh, well-prepared, great coaching staffs, and they're going out there with the purpose to try to get to the 105th Great Cup in Ottawa. Uh, they're putting it all on the line. It's going to be some real entertaining football.
1: I want to talk about this past season because the Stampeders, we had such a great run, um, you know, No losses, and I know there's been a a few losses leading up to this. But overall, the, the season from the Stampeders' perspective, and more importantly, from a business perspective, because it really is a business in the end.
2: Yeah, you know what? It's uh, it was a good year for us. We had, you know, we're so lucky here. We got probably the best fans in the Canadian Football League. Uh, our core fans are so supportive, and we saw a lot of people coming to our games through the season. The last couple games uh, with the weather turning the way it did, it, it it impacted us a little bit. But I I have to say, uh, those fans that came out on November third when it was about minus twenty, with a foot of snow. Uh, kudos to those uh, fans. They really showed up and supported us, even though. You know, playoff spots weren't on the line for us, but they uh, they wanted to come out and support the red and white. And we're so blessed to have a fan base like that. And uh, it puts us in a good position. And, uh, you know, having full stadiums are the most important thing that uh, that we want. And uh, we're working hard to get there for the Western Final, too.
1: Well, and even when you talk about the fans, of course, looking at the CFL overall, Calgary, we are fortunate. Talk about the CFL, the strength of it, and when we look at the other teams as well as an organization.
2: Yeah, you know what? I think it was a good year this year uh, from a competitive standpoint. With So many teams that were uh, right in the hunt, especially out here in the West. Uh, and then you look at the new commissioner in here and Randy Ambrosie, who's really brought a new energy and um, really connecting with fans. I think we're seeing uh, some great growth in some different areas and the diversity is strength campaign that they ran, which uh, really caught legs across the country. Uh, I, I think we're in a good position and we're starting to see this uh, continue to build and when we put good product on the field uh, we put people in the stadium we know it's only going to get better and better
1: yeah well the best position will be beating the the Eskimos on Sunday and then going on to the Grey Cup Uh, Mike thanks so much enjoy the game
2: thank you so much for doing this and uh, fans can't wait to see you guys out here on Sunday
1: Mike Franco Senior Director of Business Operations with the Calgary Stampeders We've got the CFL Western Final on Sunday, Edmonton in town for the most important battle of Alberta all season long. My next guest has seen a few of those battles. George Hopkins, equipment manager for the Stampeders, has been with the team for 46 seasons. George, thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure. So you started when you were in elementary school?
3: damn near yeah so
1: (laughs) how did you get involved with the team all those years ago
3: it's funny i think i was 12 at the time and i was looking for something that resembled part-time work in the summer Um, and my uncle actually used to write for the herald and was really good friends with george dunn who was the equipment manager at the time and over a beer one day they were talking and and he found out that they were looking for a ball boy so Lo and behold, I show up the next day, get hired on the spot, and I've been here ever since.
1: Never looked back. What is it about the job, though, that you love?
3: Um, you, you know, it's it's funny. Every day is the same as far as prep and everything goes, but it's totally different. So, and you get a chance to interact with a whole different group of people than you normally would in a, in a nine to five job, and it's just every day's fresh. Mm.
1: Over those years, though, George, you've got to tell me some of the the big changes you've seen in equipment when it comes to the game of football.
3: Oh, when I started, Angela, I mean, we were still using um, suspension helmets that had been basically designed for World War II paratroopers. And they'd taken the inside of that and they'd put it into a football helmet. And that hadn't changed for 30 years. So, I mean, just from that standpoint to what we're doing now, where we're doing head scans of players and building a helmet that's designed strictly for that player. It's it's night and day. Um, and And it's really changed a lot in the last probably – 10 to 15 years, it's become much more minimal. So it's funny, I like to talk to my counterpart with the Flames as their equipment gets bigger and heavier, Mm. ours gets smaller and lighter.
1: And I wonder to that point if sometimes when you make it seem so that the player is indestructible that that's not good for the game, You almost, I kind of like that idea of minimal so that they still do feel the pain and they don't feel like they're these human tanks.
3: Yeah, there is that, that part of it, but I think at the end of the day, it's incumbent on us to make sure that they're as well protected as they possibly can be. And with technology being able to make it lighter and smaller, it's a trade-off. I know where you're coming from yeah. because back in the old days when a guy, you know, get thumped really good and he'd come off the field and I wasn't quite sure he wanted to do that
1: again. Yeah, no, and especially yeah. with the head, I can understand that. Keep those heads yeah. as safe as possible. Now you have to tell me, though, because this is, it's pretty cool that Edmonton is going to be up against the stamps for the West. Eastern final because we have this long-standing rivalry the Battle of Alberta what is it uh, simply the fact that it's Edmonton and we've got to hate whatever Edmonton brings to us
3: hey I'm a born and raised Calgarian so I'm you know right up on that that <laughs> mindset without any problems at all um, but I think it is great that uh, we're doing it again with them they're you know the the hottest team in the league coming into this record right behind us. And that's the way it should be. It should be Calgary and Edmonton. My my counterpart with the Eskimos always phones me the day after the game. Um, like yesterday and he says well it's it's right where it's supposed to be it's you and me again and and you know and and there's a great degree of truth to that
1: well and actually when you talk about your position as equipment manager i mean uh, a couple of weeks back when we had that snowy friday game a lot of emphasis was being placed on the footwear yep. so i think sunday at this point temperatures temperature's around zero but going into that game what do you look at to make sure those players with the stamps are going to be the best on the field
3: you <laughs> Uh, We over-prepare them. We give them a multitude of options as far as footwear goes and clothing goes and everything else. And then what I try and do as we get closer to it is minimize what the weather's going to be. You've got all these options, so all that stuff's taken care of. So all you've got to do is worry about football and let us worry about the rest.
1: What about you on the sidelines? Because at least the players get to go in and run around and maybe sweat a bit. I always look at the guys on the sidelines, and I'm thinking, how are they managed to stay warm? You've probably been through a few Grey Cups western finals where it's been pretty cool
3: yeah you know it, it i'll be honest with you it makes it tough to keep wearing shorts the last week in november <laughs> but i've i've managed the last little bit when it gets colder i'd throw fashion out i'm still in my shorts but i got a pair of camax that come up to my knees <laughs> so you get three inches of exposed skin but you're still in shorts so.
1: and that's how you can spot george on the sidelines george have a great game on sunday thank you Andrew. always a pleasure yeah george hopkins Stampede's equipment manager And I have two sets of tickets, two pairs of tickets to watch the Stampeders beat the Edmonton Eskimos on Sunday's Western Final. Here's the question. You had to listen carefully. How many seasons has George been with the team? How many seasons has George Hopkins been with the team? The first two correct answers, get those tickets. 403-974-8255. Sunday is shaping up to be a great day for the Western final. Ticket sales going well with the goal of selling out McMahon. Among all those fans will be Cam Cote. Last name sound familiar? Yes, he is Stamps running back Rob Cote's dad. Nice to welcome Cam to the show. Hello, Cam.
0: Hi, thanks for having me.
1: Just how proud are you of your son? Well, you know,
3: so
0: very proud and also feeling so very fortunate. You know, the family's had... Seasons tickets to the Stampeders for over 30 years now. So to get to watch your son play professional football, what a thrill. But 11 years for your team at home, I mean, it doesn't get better than that.
1: That is pretty cool because, of course, Rob grew up. You guys grew up around Cochrane. Did he go to Cochrane High School?
0: Yes, he did. He attended Cochrane High, which is, you know, a powerhouse um, in the area for football.
1: So uh, very fortunate. What kind of a player was he in high school? You know, he was a, always a very good football player. Um, surprisingly,
0: he's actually a better. I think he plays professional football better than he played amateur football. The game just seems to fit him better at a pro level.
1: Is this his eleventh season?
0: Eleven years, and you know, we weren't. I wasn't one of those parents who thought he would actually go on. I used to sit in the stands and say, "Boy, those guys are really good. I wish my son could do it," but. I didn't see it. So, you know, kind of just nice to go along with the ride.
1: Yeah. Well, he's been doing it for 11 seasons with the Stamps. But as a parent, are you anxious? Are you nervous or you just take it all in no matter win or lose? It's a great experience.
0: Yeah. You know, we just take it in. I, you know, you know, just like any other parents, I mean, whether they're five years old in their little soccer game, you know, you like to see them happy and you like to see them win. But, We've been around sports for a long time now, and you're not going to win every game. Um, so you know, it's, you know, you just hope they're healthy.
1: They're going to win Sunday, though. They've got to beat Edmonton, don't they, Cam?
0: Oh, you always have to beat Edmonton. <laughs> I mean, if you—that's a given. And I think you know, Rob is one of those guys. I mean, he grew up in a house he uh, that you know dislikes Edmonton very strongly. You know, as a football fan, I watched them go through those, you know, as a young man, watched them go through those five great cups in a row. and Yeah, you get to dislike Edmonton pretty good.
1: <laughs> Sometimes players have superstitions on game day. Do fathers of players have superstitions on game day? Do you do anything special to make sure that you've got luck on your side?
0: No, um, we don't actually. Uh, The one tradition we do have is after every game, whether he's, you know, here or on the road, that uh, we talk after the game. So I guess that's our thing. It's a post-game rather than a pre-game tradition we have.
1: Like it. Cam, I hope that post-game tradition is one of congratulations. Thanks so much for your time.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Cam Cote, he is Rob Cote's dad. And we have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to watch the Stampeders beat the Edmonton Eskimos this Sunday. 403-974-8255. Where did Rob Cote go to high school? Where did Rob Cote go to high school? 403-974-8255. And those tickets to the Western Final will be yours. Let's make sure we can sell out McMahon. It's 447. a little chilly today but things are warming up just in time for the western final on sunday the weather hasn't stopped my next guest in the past jen hill longtime Stampede stampeder fan joins us today hello jen hello when i say long time stampeder fan when was the first memory of you and the stamps Oh,
4: I had to be about nine, ten years old, going to a Labor Day Classic game with my father.
1: What did it mean to you, especially that memory, and why you've stuck with the team all these years? Oh, um, yeah,
4: just I got hooked. It was between the atmosphere and the fans, to the players, to the game itself. It was just so exciting and thrilling. And then with Labor Day Classic and the flyover, it was—I was hooked.
1: You were hooked. So that's great. I know you've been a season ticket holder for the last 10 years, so you kind of mm-hmm. upped your fandom there. But you've got to tell me about this season. What do you like about the product on the field? What do you like about the team?
4: What's not to love? Uh, they're hardworking. They're determined. They had a bit of a setback in the last few weeks of the season, but that's not going to deter them for this Sunday. It's going to be extra motivation. They're hardworking, determined
1: great group of guys do you go to the games with a group of people or family members i have season tickets with my dad and then i usually
4: end up tailgating beforehand and i've made some of the best friends i have through the football
1: that's great that you still go to the games with your dad because as you said it was that labor day classic that you went with your dad when you were nine or ten what does it mean to your relationship your father-daughter relationship to share this It's
4: so fun. Uh, Not a lot of people. It's kind of different. Normally here, you know, the sons and the fathers kind of clicking and bonding over the sports. It's something that we kind of have in common and we always have. And It's really fun to go with them.
1: It's always fun to go. However, over all those years, we've had some pretty tough games as far as the weather goes. As I mentioned, it looks like it's going to be pretty decent considering this is almost the end of November. Do any games stick out in your mind when you really had to persevere because of the weather?
4: Oh, had to been probably about 2008 sitting there in the West semifinals. And it was about minus 35 and it was freezing cold. I'm just sitting there, and it's like you're wrapped up in the blankets, and there's not enough hot chocolate to keep you
1: warm. <laughs> well, you stayed there because I mean that's the the true sign of a fan. So this Sunday, how will you prepare for the game to make sure that you are ready for it?
4: Just gonna do my best. I'm gonna bring, save the voice, and bring all the energy and cheer them on, and just do what I normally do. Do you wear anything to
1: make sure that you're staying warm for the game?
4: Yeah, I'll have on, you know, an extra pair of socks maybe and, you know, keep a little heaters or something in the pockets just in case.
1: Just in case, yeah. Actually, it's not going to be too bad. Is there a particular player that you love to watch?
4: Uh, I don't know. if There's just one. Uh, I'm a big Brandon Smith and Kamar Jordan fan, though. I love those guys. I think they're both phenomenal. KJ's had a really great season. Kind of, unfortunately, got hit with the injury bug. And, but he's coming back nice and strong and We'll have a lot more to
1: see of him. Well, you know what? Have a great game on Sunday with you and your dad. Perfect. Thank you so much. Jen Hill, a longtime Peter fan. 403-974-8255, your chance to win a pair of tickets to the game on Sunday. Plus, we're throwing in a pair of gloves, hand warmers. Jen mentioning that she needs the hand warmers as well, just to make sure you're nice and toasty for the game. She said there was two favorite players Just name one of them, one of Jen's two favorite players. 403-974-8255, and those tickets will be yours. The excitement, of course, is building for Sunday's Western Final. I wanted to talk to a player who has been there in the past, a player who has actually won a couple of Grey Cups and has been through a few Western Finals. Randy Chevrier was a long snapper with the Calgary Stampeders from 2005 to 2015. He joins us today. Hello, Randy. Hi Angela, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. You've got to be excited as well, but maybe a little more relaxed because you're not playing on Sunday.
5: Yeah, no, absolutely. I get to uh, completely enjoy this one as a fan, and uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited for this contest for sure. It's it's a great weekend for football, all, you know, in the city and across the CFL for sure.
1: All right, talk about being a former player with the Stamps. And as I said, you had a a great history with the Stampeders. What is it like leading up to a game that is so important?
5: Well, it's funny because if I take it on the personal level, I was always skies falling kind of guy. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I hated that bye week leading up to the game because I felt like I just felt like you always had to be in competitive mode during the season. I didn't really like the bye week, especially coming off a loss. I always had the hardest time. You know, you you play your last regular season game, and if you lose the game, then you have two weeks to think about it. And, you know, I I used to stress out a lot about that. But it really, at the end of the day, whether you're – uh, the type of player like me who, who stresses out because you have too much time to think about it or you're one of the super calm, cool guys that, you know, doesn't worry too much. The big thing is is to prepare. And that's what I learned as an athlete. Even though I had these emotions kind of flying through my head, if you trust your preparation and you trust from the top down in the organization, if you have trust in the people that are working with you and, and for you and helping you to get to where you need to be, you generally have good results. And, and again, it always comes down to preparation, before the game and execution on game day.
1: I'm glad you mentioned the preparation. This has been kind of a tough week for the Stampeders as they try to get in some good practice time, but the weather has been against them. Although on Sunday, it looks like the weather is going to be in their favor. So does that make it even trickier that week leading up to the big game?
5: Uh, they're obviously important. You want to make sure your your team is firing on all cylinders. And, and unfortunately for the Stampeders coming into this game, uh, they're coming off a three-game skid. And a few games before that were things weren't clicking the way I know they would have liked to. Again, if I was in the same locker room, I'd, I'd be lying if I said, well, I wasn't a little kind of nervous to see which team comes out. So this week is crucial for them. But a lot of the preparation that is needed to be done at this time of the year is the mental. Your mind tends to wander when you have to focus mentally for long periods of time. If they're playing the game in their mind before, it matches what they put out
0: on Sunday.
1: Randy, you've gone on to be a facilitator with Dare to Care Bullying Prevention Program. What is one lesson you take from your experience in the CFL to the kids in the Dare to Care Program?
5: Uh, well, the biggest thing that I that I uh, try to share with them is uh, resilience. Kind of, I guess, goes to what we're talking about today. Is you know, you could have a plan for how uh, your game is going to go, and it can go completely sideways on you. You have to be prepared for moments like that mentally to how how to rebound, how to pick yourself up, because it's not always perfect. It never goes according to how it was drawn up, and that's life.
1: Randy, thanks so much for this. Enjoy the game on Sunday.
5: Thank you so much, Angela. Have a great weekend.
1: Randy Chevrier joining us today.